My name is Dominique Drew, and this is The Art of Attraction, the premier podcast to elevate your relationships, your life, and yourself. I'm your host, Dominique Drew, an intuitive, a spiritual guide, and a seasoned expert in men's relationship coaching. I've used the methods in this podcast to completely transform my own life and relationships, and now, high performers in every industry hire me to help them do the same. Here, you will learn how to solve the issues in your inner world which keep you from real fulfillment, deep intimacy, freedom, and authenticity. Welcome to the next stage of your evolution. And we're live with The Art of Attraction with Domini Drew. Thank you so much for joining me and welcome to the show. I've got a great show lined up for you today. Uh, if you're joining me on Facebook Live, then by all means, welcome. Uh, if you're new to The Art of Attraction podcast, then uh, I extend the same welcome to you. Um, you know, you're always welcome to find me on, uh, on Facebook Live to download and subscribe on you know, we're on all major uh, podcast platforms. Uh, we are newly being broadcast on C-Suite Radio Network, which is very exciting. And um, we actually, the, the podcast just really got, uh, got picked up and uh, is now going to be distributed to a much larger audience. So that's a very exciting thing. And so um, to all the folks that are um, now uh, you know, that are, that are new or coming through C-Suite Radio, then by all means, welcome. And you are in for a hell of a ride. Uh, it was funny, um, you know. I I help single men attract life partners through personal and relationship coaching, and I brought someone new into my uh, new new client the other day. Introduced him into my Facebook group um, with uh, with all my current clients in it, and uh, and said, you know, welcome to um, you know to this guy's name, and and someone else from the from the group piped up and was like, buckle in, dude. This is going to be a hell of a ride. <laughs> I was like, don't scare the new people. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> but it is, you know, when you go in, uh, when you go in deep and you go in strong, you know, there's so much clarity. And all of a sudden, you know, these issues that you have been struggling with for years, right? Months, years, decades. I have so many clients in my program right now who have been struggling with their issue for at least 10 years. We are talking multiple decades. And uh I think the the longest one I have uh, currently has been seventy years. Um, this guy's had. <laughs> this guy has. <laughs> Thank you guys for the Facebook Live comments. I appreciate that. Um, but this is true, right? These guys come in and they've just been struggling with their issue for so long, so many years. Um, you know, women always do this, or I've never been able to do that. And I swear to God, you know, you come in, you ask the right questions, you put people in the right place. I mean, I've been doing this work for fifteen years, and Truth be told, I'm really fucking good at it. Um, but boy, they come in and join my program and bam, bam, bam. You know, all of a sudden, things that have been a, a mystery for decades, you know, I can't figure out why I always attract women who cheat. I can't figure out why I can't, you know, uh, approach women or I can't get over that fear. I mean, I'm telling you in days, we'll be very generous and say a week or two, okay? You finally understand why it is that you've been getting what you've been getting 
for your entire life, right? You finally understand the mystery is solved, the frustration, the confusion, the self-doubt. Is it me? Is it her? Uh, Is this just the way dating world is? Am I doing something wrong? How do I find out and fix it? You know, this shit, this shit starts to change in, you know, a matter of, uh, of days, you know, and I only say days because I only do, you know, coaching calls twice a week. So, so, you know, they've got a few days in between, but pretty much in, in one or two sessions of working with me, all of a sudden, all of this insight comes and all of this, um, you know, change and, and, and transformation, um, becomes the norm, you know, and it can happen so goddamn fast. So yeah, you know, it is a hell of a ride. Jump on in. Now look, some people don't like roller coasters, right? This is kind of the same shit. Um, you're going to be facing your real self. I'm just going to talk today a little bit about what it's like to actually work with me because I actually don't tend to talk about that a whole lot. And if there are uh, current clients of mine who are listening who want to call in and, um, you know, and, and talk a little bit about their experience working with me, then, you know, I'm, I'm very, welcome, uh, very welcome to do that today if that feels right for you. Um, but yeah, you know, it can be a fucking roller coaster. And, and here's why. Uh, in order for you to change shit that you've always done, there's going to be discomfort. I'm going to be flat out honest with you. I have no need to sugarcoat what I do. I'm not going to pretend that it's particularly, you know, that you're not going to be facing your, your, maybe some of your worst fears about yourself. Um, you know, facing really the reality, taking more responsibility than you probably ever have. Um, all right. I got a call coming in here. Hello, this is the Art of Attraction with Dominique Drew. Hey, Dominique. Hi, sweetheart. How are you? This is Andrew. How are you? Hi, darling. Good to hear from you. Well, I was calling in because you're talking about yourself in the program. Yes. Yes. Andrew's one of my current clients. And Andrew, you work so... Like you noticed, I've always listened to your podcast, though. I was just going to say that. Yep. You worked your ass off to get into my program and it shows. In fact, you were a really interesting case, if you don't mind me sharing this. Um, you know, you worked really hard to, uh, to, to get into the program and you worked really hard. You, you watched, you know, you watch all my podcasts and you listened to everything and you really started implementing a lot of the things that you were learning and you started getting results before you even joined, right? Yes, ma'am. Mm. You want to share some of that with us? Well, I was, my fear was, of approaching women, I still have, I still kind of have it, but I'm slowly, slowly getting over it to where I approach them more often than I used to. Yep. Good. It's a big shift. And, oh, yeah. It's just been one right after another. It just seems like I'm able to get out there more than I used to. Mm-hmm. Even though it's hard with work, mm-hmm. it's still mm-hmm. one of them. I try to do what I can. Yeah, if I remember when you when you came to me, you were pretty much unable to a- approach a woman. Is that is that right? I mean, it was pretty severe, yeah, right? Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. It's one of them. I wasn't able to approach them, or uh, like I do now, because I'm a Libra, so I'm supposed to be a natural flirt, but it was hard for me mm. because of the. Uh, Getting turned down and no smiles. Mm. Yeah. And how has it been for you now? I think you you were you went on some dates before we even started working together, right? From the no, podcast. No, I wasn't able to get them to go on dates with me, mm-hmm. but they were 
I do have, they are now good friends of mine. Oh, nice. Awesome. That's a good one. I was able to get, go out there and say, look, I do like you, but here's my number if you want to go, go hang out sometime or get something to drink and get to know each other better. Good for you. Here you go. Good for you. (laughs) Well done. Really well done. Yeah. Yep. Good. Well, thank you so much for calling and sharing, Andrew. Not at all. Mm, I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. That was great to uh, to hear from uh, to hear from Andrew, and he actually, um, you know, has been in the in the program for a little while now, but um, works during the days, so he's not actually able to make a lot of the calls um, that I do. Um, so we, you know, we work it out another way. Um, but it's, you know, even that, I mean, that's a lot, that's a lot of progress in a short period of time. We're talking about a matter of weeks, you know? Um, and yes, on the Facebook live, you'll see the phone number up there. If you'd like to call in and you have a question, uh, it's 828-333-4686. Uh, again, that's 828-333-4686. If you want to call in with a question, I would be happy to take it. Um, so yeah, a lot of progress in a in a in a short period of time. You know, people again, it's been years unable to approach, and then slowly starting to, you know, be able to walk up to them. Um, if you experience rejection, it doesn't crush you anymore. It's just like, oh man, uh, you know, how do I, you know, man, like, oh that that wasn't great. Is look, life's still going to happen, right? Goddamn roller coaster. Um, the the goal is not to not have life happen. The goal is to Um, to be able to take all of it in stride, right? So what happens is when we get, if let's say fear of of rejection is your thing, then when you get rejected, it's it's petrifying, right? I mean, it's it's, it's traumatic, actually. Um, And it doesn't need to be traumatic, okay? It can just be like, look, I get rejected all the time. I got rejected uh, uh, last week. Yep, I... uh, this guy and I were, were were flirting and and I was like, all right, you know, why don't we meet up on this day? And he's like, sure. And then that day comes around and I'm like, all right, so you know, what, what's the plan? What do you want to do? Um, whole lot of nothing. Whole lot of nothing. And I haven't heard anything since. Um, so yeah, look, shit happens. Here's what's important though. That's not about me. That shit's not about me. If everybody's doing it to me, maybe I could start looking at something I'm I'm doing. But like, I'm not gonna take that shit on, you know? I'm gonna feel the authentic disappointment that came with that because I was rather looking forward to going out with that man. And so that invokes pain. Hello, this is the Art of Attraction with Dominie Drew. Hello. Hello, who's this? This is Douglas, how are you? Hi, Douglas. Nice to speak with you. Yes, nice to speak to you. Um, I am having a very hard time getting over getting my heart broke really bad last spring and I just can't seem to get past it nor can I seem to get past the feelings I have for this woman Mm. that did this to me and I don't know what to do I've tried everything I've listened to friends they're like oh you have to learn to love yourself learn to love spend time with yourself and all this other blah you know I've joined the AMBEC so I'm trying to get out more and I've even tried to do a little bit of dating here and there but Everybody I meet, I compare to this woman. Yeah. And even though she stomped on me and just ripped my heart out and, you know, I found out later on that she'd been cheating on me for two and a half months, I can't stop feeling the way I do about her. 
and mm. I don't know what to do. So, so I mean, how long were you guys together? Uh, let's see, started in, I think, about six to eight months. Mm -hmm. I know maybe that doesn't seem like a long enough No, time. no, no. It's, that's, that has nothing to do with it. In fact, I thought right after I asked that, I was like, that's a useless question. It doesn't, doesn't actually matter at all. It matters, you know, how close, well, how mean, close you guys I got. Just, I, I just turned 54 on Sunday, and I've been married three times. But this woman, I'm convinced, no matter how badly she treated me, that, that she was the one. And I can't. As much as I want to hate her, and I feel like I should, I just don't know how. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> so take a deep breath. Yeah. <laughs> take another one it's, and uh, and let it come down into your belly. It, uh, it haunts, she haunts my dreams. I mean, I have dreams about her. Yeah, I can feel, I can feel it. So let's move. She's walking down the aisle, getting ready to marry somebody else. And at that point, that part would be asking to stand up and, and say something. I can't say anything. Or same scenario, only this time when she's walking down the aisle, she stops and turns before I can say anything and ridicules in front of an entire church full of people. Okay. I want you and to. I don't know what to do anymore. I don't feel the thing. Douglas. To enjoy. I Douglas. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. Yeah. We're gonna fix this now. Okay. I, I hear the pain. You've communicated that really clearly. Um, you, the whole problem is that you're spending a lot of time stuck in this pain, right? So I don't want to let you do that now. Right. So that's why I'm stopping you. I, I don't. I don't mean to cut you off. I apologize, but that's that's more. No, of, no, no. That's fine. You're the expert. Mm -hmm. I'm not. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's okay. Yeah, it's that's more of what the problem is, right? Once once it's communicated, once you know, and I got the message, and it's like, okay, all right. So, once you take another deep breath, and I want you to breathe consciously into your lower belly. And if emotion comes up, I want you to let it come through. Another deep breath into your lower belly. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. Can you speak up? I'm having a hard time. Sure. Mm -hmm. How's that? Is that better? Not really. Really? That might just my title, maybe it's my reading on the phone. Hmm. Okay. Good. Can you feel your mind, your uh, your thoughts start to slow down a little bit? It's not a whole lot, but it's pretty. It's, it's starting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I guess a little. Yeah. Bring your bring your awareness further down. I want you to follow your breath down with your awareness. Feel it go into your belly. There you go. Let your um, 
Let your stomach and your pelvis area kind of relax a little bit. They're kind of held. Let me know what you're noticing. I don't know, I guess it's, it's eating up a little, I guess. Uh, I've walked around with this pain in my stomach for the better part of the year. You know, it's like a gut in pain, and it barely seems to go away. Where is the pain? Right in the pit of my stomach. Mm-hmm. In the center? Pardon me? In the center of your stomach? Yeah, where it feels like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I got gut punched. Where in relationship to your belly button? It's right there. Right at your belly button? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Take a breath into that area that hurts. Yeah, try not to hold that area. Let it relax a little bit. Let it expand, almost as if you're trying to make the pain get bigger. Oh, the pain's actually... Mm-hmm. I know. Keep stay you focused. Know, time. Mm-hmm. Stay focused with me. It's it's going away because you're okay. letting it. You're letting it release. So keep breathing into it, letting that area expand. Yeah. Yeah. Good. How does that feel now? How does that feel now, the pain? It's better. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you feel that in the future, I want you to take a minute, okay? Because what you're doing and you can feel, can you feel how you're in a different state now than when you first got on the phone with me? Mm-hmm. So you're more what I call in your body, okay? Your awareness is, is down. You're in your body. You're out of your head. And a lot of the panic, frustration, pain or the uh, perception of pain and suffering happens up in your head. Okay. So when you do even a simple exercise like I just did where you're following your breath down, it literally shifts your state down into your body. Now, the intention of that is not to get around the pain. That's not what's happening. The hurt from this woman leaving you exists in your body. Okay. The thoughts about it, the confusion, the dreams, the um, you know, paranoia, the fears, the, the, the circular thinking, like you're on a hamster wheel, that's in your head. Have you ever heard of the difference between pain and suffering? Mm-hmm. Maybe a little. I've worked in hospitals most of my life. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So pain. Mm-hmm. Pain's a physical thing, but suffering is more of an emotional. Close. Pain actually can be emotional, like what you're experiencing with your ex, right? It's a lot of emotional pain there. Emotional pain. Here's the way to get through this. Are you ready? The way to get through this is to be in your body. Because that is where you actually feel the pain that you... Um, that you uh, so what it looks like happens happened to me, hun, 
is when she left, it was so painful. You literally weren't able to process it. Like your, your head is coming in and trying to like save you from having to feel this pain. Okay, you're in what's called defense, right? You're up in your head and it's driving you crazy. It's, that's the hamster wheel. It's not useful. You can literally, and please hear me when I say this, you can hamster wheel for the rest of your life and you will not get over her. That's what I'm afraid of. Yes, that is a smart thing to be afraid of. Okay, you need to come down into your body. Now, it hurts in your body because this is a painful thing, but the, the, the hurt is different. Okay. When you feel it, when you really let yourself let, like, let your heart break, you know, don't even try and hold it together. Like really let that come through. And then when it's ready to go, let it go. And when you do that, that piece of, of, of the amount of pain that this has caused you, that piece of it has gone through and is gone. You will not feel that anymore. It's not a hamster wheel. Now, you might have more coming up, but it's moving through you, which means it can process out. You have to feel how much this hurt, despite every instinct in your body probably saying not to do that because it fucking hurts, right? So that's not illogical, but it's also not effective here. Is this making sense so far? Yeah, a lot of people that I've talked to about this, some say I just, including her. I mean, I haven't talked to her in about two months, but the last time I did, she just told, she told me to let her go, that she was happy who she was with and, and all that. And then I've had some friends, you know, tell me that same thing. You need to let her go. She doesn't want, she, she's not going to take you back, even though I've tried a couple of times and it didn't work. And, and then I even had one friend tell me to pretend she was dead. Hmm. And that, that if she was dead, that I could never, that she could never come back. Did you find that helpful? Um, did it help? Uh, I, I, I listened to what he had to say, but I was, I didn't want to do it because there's just, there's that part of me that always hopes that she will. Right. So his intention, I think, in saying that, although I wouldn't quite recommend that exercise for you is to completely let go, um, which is, is what yeah, the message that they're saying. A lot of my friends tell me that I should, I should just let go. Right. The problem is there is no just letting go until you've felt the pain. That's why that's the first step. Until I what? Feel the pain. Oh, I feel like I felt it. Mm-hmm, but there's or, more. There's I'm, more and you've shifted now from feeling that pain in your body up to your head. That's the hamster wheel. That's the part that's endless. Very important that you stay away from that. Do you understand how to get down into your body when you need to? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I want you to give that a try. And then um, if, if, if you'd like, this is something I can help with and recommend you. Um, I do like a free little strategy session. You're welcome to give me a call and um, I'll get you, I'll post the link um, to uh, to how how you do that in the Facebook Live here, and um, we can get on the phone and and see if I can help because this is something that is a little bit treacherous in the sense that if you don't get out, it will just keep going because you're literally holding on to it. Feels probably feels like you're trying to let her go, but you're literally letting letting yeah holding on to it. I'd recommend you give me a call. Okay, so what? 
when is that you're gonna post something on there so that I can or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's uh, dominiedrew.com forward slash hello if you want to just go straight to the link, but I'll um, post it here in just a minute on the Facebook okay. Live. Um, okay. And uh, and we can go from there. Well, thanks. It's been really awesome to talk to you. Mm, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for calling. Okay. Mm, talk soon. Very, very much appreciate that call. And thank you so much um, for sharing, Douglas. That was really great. Um, this is really, yeah, and there's the, uh, there's the link on the uh, Facebook Live. It's dominiedrew.com forward slash hello. Um, this is exactly the kind of thing that I help with, okay? Um, when I said earlier that clients I have um, worked with in the past have had their issue for decades, often that is being able to let go. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and as Andrew just said, who just called in, she, she said on the Facebook Live here that uh, I also have a really good podcast episode on this, and I, I absolutely do. There's one on letting go, um, and you know it can be difficult to do on your own. You know, I don't mean to, to to plug me or my work, but I do know that you know I can get you help you get through this in two weeks or three weeks, or you can spend a really long time. So it's really important um, to. Uh, to take that just shit seriously. You know, don't wait for shit to go away on its own. If it hasn't gone away by now, it's unlikely to do so in the future, okay? Don't argue with reality, you know? Oh, she says, you know, I'm, I'm interested in this girl and she's definitely says she's interested, but she just never has time to meet up. She's not interested, okay? Don't argue with reality. Don't pretend she's some other way. This is like what women do in relationships where they're like, oh, he's so great. If he would just do the dishes more, right? If he would just, you know, be better in this area, it's like, this is the one you've got, sweet pea. So accept him as he is, or, you know, break up with him and move on. Same thing with you guys. You know, I have a lot of guys coming to me being like, oh yeah, she's definitely interested in me. She says she's interested in me. She's just really busy. Girl, have you ever been in love? Have you ever been wildly attracted to someone I've never seen my schedule open up so goddamn fast as when there's someone that I want to have sex with. Like truly, all of a sudden, I'm just free as a bird. I didn't even know I had so much time. And it genuinely looked like that. You know, two days earlier, really looked like I had no time. But all of a sudden, as soon as there's someone that you're attracted to, you know, that's the, you know, all of a sudden you got, you got, you got a lot of time. So she's not too busy, not for more than, you know, a few days or a week, right? She, you know, she's, she's unable to say no. She's unable. She doesn't want to hurt your feelings. And this is just a guess, but it really is quite common. But the point is, don't argue with reality. You know, if she says she's really into you, but she never has time to meet up, then that's what it's going to be like three months from now. Do you want to keep doing this or do you want to do something else? Right? Guys on Facebook Live, if you want to ask questions, you got to call in. Okay, because we have a lot of listeners who aren't on Facebook Live, so they can't see your question. Um, and that's the uh, priority here. So yeah, don't argue with reality, okay? Um, even if, Douglas, if I can use, use you as an example, I hope it's all right. Um, you know, uh, a way in which you're arguing with reality, this fucking hurts and I don't want it to hurt. That's pretty logical arguing with reality, right? But it is still arguing with reality. The fact of the matter is it hurts. Ouch. Ouch. You know? I felt that the other day when I got rejected. <laughs> Ouch, that hurt. I was really excited. 
Let yourself feel that. This is life, guys. Life is not, it's not meant to be soft and, and sweet and gentle and nice all the time. You know, have you ever seen like nature shows and shit? Like life is, <laughs> life is pretty brutal. It's, it's, it's rough. It's all of the above. Some parts that are great and beautiful and sacred and well, it's all sacred um, and delicious. Um, and then other, other parts are, are painful and cruel. And you're here for all of it. Try and embrace all of it. Oh God, this hurts. I'm not saying you're thrilled that your heart got broken. I just mean it, allow it to happen. Allow what is already happening to happen anyway. The alternative is, Douglas, to shift from where the pain is in your body into your head where there's less pain, but then you start suffering. That's the hamster. Okay. Hello, it's the Art of Attraction with Domini Drew. How's it going? Am I live on the podcast? Too? You are live on the podcast, my dear. Oh, apparently he did not want to be live on the podcast. <laughs> if I lost you, feel free to call back. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Am I live? Yep. Okay, well, I'm out. <laughs> All right. That's fair. Um, so, uh, where were we? Um, oh, so the difference between pain and suffering, right? So pain is like the roller coaster. Roller coaster goes down, you get a zip in your stomach or whatever, um, and then you kind of move on. Pain is the is is healthy, okay? Uh, your grandmother died, and that hurts, right? Hello, Art of Attraction, Dominique Drew. Hello, sorry, I think I accidentally hang up button, my bad. That's okay, no worries. <laughs> it was uh, very amusing timing. <laughs> so am I, I guess, I, I got a question. And I'm sorry, who, who, who are you? John Weaver. I commented on the live show. Hi, John. Okay, great. Um, so I'm uh, 21 years old, live in a small town. Um, I have my own business. Um, I work out and I always make sure I'm really good with people, really charismatic, um, pretty open, um, take care of myself. I would consider myself a pre pretty chocolate dude, but I don't see, there's no like, and I, I keep myself, you know, out there. I post myself out there very open on social media, all this different stuff. But I don't see there's very little, um, what's the word for it? There's no one like going after me. And then sometimes it seems like when I try to reach out to women or girls, it just doesn't ever pan out. But I'm really good at talking. I'm really good at, you know, working with people. Um, you know, I'm successful. So I guess I don't see maybe this, maybe the small town. What do you think? When you say it doesn't pan out, what actually happens? So usually what happens is I talk to the person. It seems like the conversation is going good and, and then going stops well. or they don't answer back or. So they interact with you for a while and then they lose interest. Yeah. It seems like, it, yeah. Oh no. You know, even though the conversation is going good, it seemed like there was some interest and then the interest disappeared. Gone. How long? How long does it take? Talking with the person? Mm -hmm. um, probably for a few weeks. You meet them in person? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Going to date, you know, maybe going to date. Date goes really good. Date, uh, like recently, I went on a date, about to go to dinner. 
Briar to movie two. Everything seemed like it went great. She had a good time. I had a good time. We had some laughs, made a laugh. But then afterwards, no winter. How do you feel about that? <laughs> well, it's not pleasant. It, it, you know, sometimes people have their own stuff going on or whatever, but it's not always the best. Are you are you upset about it that that, that keeps that oh yeah because like right now I'm looking for a serious and you know I think there's that maybe people aren't looking for but people I'm talking to or have so far aren't looking for like a serious legit real relationship. What makes you think that? Um, based on my and I, I would say, I would guess my age range, um, and the maturity of myself usually versus people who are my age. So you're guessing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Completely. It's an educated guess, I would say. Mm-hmm. It's an experiential guess. It's based on your experience, yeah. which is limited, as a as a note. Yeah, as in like all the other dates I've been on. I mean, not all, but the majority, or um, the girls, the girls who are my age seem to be maybe immature, more immature than me. Maybe that's incompatibility thing or something. You tend to be attracted to less mature women. No, I, I'm on the search for a mature woman, but mm-hmm. I, maybe to me, it seems like there aren't many. But who, who are you attracting? Who do you keep getting? What kind of woman? What's the pattern? Well, I keep getting, it seems like women, women that are, I want the word for it, flaky, so they fall Slow off. down, slow they down, slow down, them. slow down, slow down. Let yourself breathe. You're a little out of your body. Why don't you just sink back into yourself a little bit? What's your, uh, what's your take? Mm-hmm. This is my take. Come back into your body. Yeah. Does, do you understand what I mean when I say that? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Relax and sink into yourself. Let your awareness follow your breath down. And if you don't change your breath, if you don't alter it in any way, how far, how far down your body do you see it coming on its own? Well, now I'm, now I'm going to go to my stomach all the way up, relaxing. Mm-hmm. Where was it before? Did you notice? Oh, high in the chest. Mm-hmm. Is it tend to normally be there? Not normally, no. Just when I get, I'm, uh, um, what's the word, excited. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are, your, what are your thoughts? Right now, it's not about thoughts. I'm feeling into what's happening in your system. And I'm noticing a disconnect, which was what I was expecting to find from self. It's on a subtle mm-hmm. level. Um, down in sort of between your rib cage and your... Actually, from your rib cage all the way down your torso. So all the way mm. into your pelvis. Have you ever been in a serious relationship, John? Uh, yeah, last one was for about, about a year. For about a year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how was the sex? Huh? How was the sex? Mm-hmm. Oh, very good. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Now, 
when you say very good, you mean like, you know, f- fantastic fucking, like a lot of pleasure, a lot of like eros. Like, was there like a 10, deep? 10 out of 10, a lot of pleasure. Hold on. Both people enjoyed it. Hold on. Um, she enjoyed it. I enjoyed Hold it. on. <laughs> what I'm asking is, um, was there a deep, or does there tend to be a deep emotional connection for you during sex? Are you able to feel into the, the being of the person that you're with and really uh, let that into your system? Um, for me, definitely deeper, definitely deeper. I like, I like to feel connected with people. Mm-hmm. And do you find it easy to do that? Oh, yeah. yeah, that, that's a, yeah. Feeling connected with people is pretty natural for me. Great. Can you just stop? Thank you. Um, Sorry, not you. Um, Okay, so you've got a pattern, okay? Uh, It's not the women um, that are around you. It's what you're drawing in. There's something about um, the women that you're attracted to. There's there's something that you're attracted to that's sabotaging yourself. That that would make sense. Mm -hmm. So here's what you do. You write down on a piece of paper every single time this has happened. Okay. Anything, Mm -hmm. anything like it. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. people, you know, try not to edit it too much. Just all the, you can even just make it a general list of all the negative things you've ever had happen in a relationship. And that's, you know, all the way from, you know, she broke my heart to I got bored to, um, uh, you know, I felt unheard that one time, you know, mm-hmm. large and small, this is important. Um, yeah. And write them all down and then, then don't filter and then go through the list and find the pattern. What mm-hmm. is it that keeps happening? Well, I, I thought about that some, I think the majority of my relationship has been, I kind of let people walk over me, you know what I'm saying? Okay. That's definitely, uh, that's definitely, because I'm a very, we call it nice guy, you know? Mm-hmm. So that, that could be a definite um, part of it. Yes, but you have confidence too. Yes, yes. Mm. That doesn't usually go together. Well, I would consider myself confident, but maybe. I would consider you confident. I see definitely different in a relationship, I think, in the past of them. As in, I've in the past have been less over over the, the relationship. I, I continue being the nice guy and let things go, and then I maybe I lose that confidence or I stop asserting myself. Or yeah, but that hasn't been happening with these women. The patterns happening with right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, not no, no, not with the other the dates and stuff. No, yeah, no. Yeah. So there's a couple of things happening, and they're happening alongside each other. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So one at a time, right? Um. Write down the list. Find what the pattern is. Before you do this, I want you to do that breathing exercise. Okay? And let yourself sink. You have a lot of um, motivation. You're very fast. Um, you, mm-hmm. you know, you're expecting the end of my sentence. You're like, you know, you're ready with the answer. You're ready. And your, your system moves fast authentically. That's fine. What happens, yeah. though, is that we distort our strengths. So you're rushing. Okay? To get through the that's, discomfort. That's, that's very true, though. Mm-hmm. So... Um, so be aware of that, okay? Because while you're going fast, you miss shit. So if you do this exercise yeah, from, no. from your head, then you'll, you'll only get the information you already know. And the whole point is to get new information because if you had the answer, you wouldn't be here right now, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. 
So, um, so I want you to, to ground. This is actually a really good practice for you anyway. Breathe into your belly and let yourself settle there. Kind of like I was just saying on the phone with Doug, like letting yourself, like, yes, there's a relaxing. And then gradually you'll notice your mind start to slow down. Mm-hmm. The more time you can spend uh, in that state, the better. You know, you're driving to work. Just bring your, just, I wonder what my breathing's up to. I wonder like how far down my body it's going. And, and notice it and just sit with it. You don't need to change it. And then if you want to, you can invite it down to come more deeply. But especially when you want to do um, exercises where you want to, because what, what it does is you access your subconscious, right? Something mm-hmm. underneath the surface is attracting you to women that are, are getting bored. You're creating, you're recreating a pattern and you don't know you're doing it, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, and it, you know, you, you sound very intelligent, very self-aware. Um, so, so, uh, so, um, make sure that that state is that you're kind of clear, right? I would do maybe 15 breaths, you know, more than you think you need to until yeah. you're really slow and really deep. And then, hmm, and then you look at the pattern. Okay. And that's really important because you want mm-hmm. the, the, the viewing of the pattern to come from your body. Like one thing will occur to you. So you kind of let your mind be empty and then read down the mm-hmm. list and like, hmm, what do all these things have in common? Because the wording is important. Okay. Yeah, of course. And I, I wouldn't do this if you were a client, but I'm going to suggest a couple of things um, for, for the sort of the benefit of listeners. But, um, but the, the words need to come for you and they will come in an upwelling. They will occur to you, mm-hmm. right? Um, if you have to, and there's a, there's a very distinct difference. I bet, I bet you can see if you look, um, there's a, one comes from your body up and it's, it, it almost surprises you. You're like, oh, really? Uh, and one is your mind going out and reaching for it. Yeah. Okay. The latter uh, takes you down the road you already know. Okay. The former is what you really want. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because um, that one has yeah, the new information. I Mm-hmm. I would say, I think that's a, that's a good idea. I, I will say, I, I usually think and process stuff really, really fast. Mm-hmm. So slowing down in general, slowing down in general. Big deal for you. How I think and all that. Yes. Helps think through things. Yes. Be aware of that. It, that's a defense. I used to do that as myself mm-hmm. as well. Um, mm-hmm. I used to uh, rush to, I would skip steps because I'm uncomfortable sitting in the discomfort, right? It's a very natural mm-hmm. thing to do. Yeah. So, coming down into so your body. I go and, mm-hmm. let's say I guess I can go and practice that and break those things down. And yeah, fine. yeah. Um, come down to the breathing. If you can do that for ten minutes, morning and night, just alone, that's going to do a lot as it, on on its own. And you're going to start to see all mm-hmm. this new information coming up. Um, and then when you look at that list from that place. Um, the word is going. The wording is going to be significant. So it might be something like, "Everybody leaves me," mm-hmm. or uh, "I'm not good enough," or um, "I'm you know I'm unlovable." It's very simple statements will come out, and this is from your subconscious, from your child self. That's why the statements are simple. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then you find this um, whatever that is is a fundamental belief that you're carrying. So when you find that, and it will feel right. I think you're you're intuitive enough, you'll, you'll, you'll be able to tell. Um, mm-hmm. It'll feel right. And then I want you to look for that in other areas of your life because the same thing you do in your dating life, you do everywhere. Yeah, you do, you do everywhere. Yeah, that's on my brain for sure. That's true. Yeah. So give that a shot and uh, put a note on my, on my Facebook page and let me know how it goes. Hello, and uh, thanks for your time. Thanks for the call. Absolutely. Thank my pleasure. What's that? I, I, 
Oh, I think for also getting a little more relaxed. Oh yeah, my pleasure. Yeah, come down into your body. That anytime there's anxiety, there's speed, there's worry, all that shit exists in the head. Breathe down into your body. It's like a goddamn miracle cure. I don't know why they don't do it in hospitals. It's extraordinary. I agree. Well, thank you and have a great great day. You too, funny. Thanks for calling in. All right. Bye. This is fun. We're fixing everybody. Who's else? Who else? Who else? Who's next? Let's do this. Um, yeah, great call in. Thank you so much. And I appreciate that, you know, it just tends to happen when people call in, um, you know, the same kind of issues tend to present themselves, right? So, um, so, so speedy thinking, right? And again, you know, he's naturally, that guy, you know, John's naturally, na- naturally strong, right? Um, naturally uh, fast, right? Naturally quick. I am as well. Very quick quick mind. That doesn't change. The distortion of that is rushing. Okay. And here's why that's important. If I, I can tell you to breathe into your body all day long, but if you're still focusing on your head, nothing shifts, nothing shifts, right? You have to drop down, really, really drop down. Okay. You know, the shift that will happen when that happens is that you, you settle into yourself and that allows things to integrate. If things don't integrate, right? So um, Douglas called in earlier and said that he's just not, nothing's changing, that this thing isn't moving. Grief isn't moving because it's not being felt. It's being thought. He's thinking grief. Okay, we do this a lot. I have clients who do this. They, they process their emotions through the intellect. Safer. Yeah, no, I'm definitely sad. Am I sad? Yeah, yep, I'm sad. Mm-hmm. But there's no tears, right? And there's no heartfelt emotion. So the process, so, and, and it's emotion. You're talking about processing emotions through your mind. It can't possibly work. They're two different realms. They're two different dimensions, right? Can you feel how there's a difference between your, the material of your thoughts versus your feelings? Can you feel how there's a, a difference in the, the texture of them, right? A thought is sort of sharp and distinct. You know, a thought is a, it's a thing. And a feeling is more wave-like, right? It's actually kind of like uh, waves and particles, actually. Never really thought about it that way. But the thought really is like a distinct thing, you know? The thought is, um, you know, she's going to reject me. Nobody wants me. I'm amazing. Everybody should want me. Whatever the thought is for you, right? But it's a distinct thing. It's a point in a way. You might have, it might lead to other points, but each thing is kind of a little bit of a point, right? Whereas an emotion is a wave. It comes in, it takes you over if you allow it, and then it goes. Emotions do not last long. Do not be afraid of feeling your goddamn feelings. Do not be afraid of it. That is your goddamn right. That's your God-given prerogative. You know, we are here to feel all the feels. You know, they're not going to hurt you. I mean, yeah, it's going to hurt, but you'll be fine. You know, don't block them. The more you block them, the more you create human suffering. What's the difference between pain and suffering? Pain moves through you and goes away if you let it. If you block it and fight against it, it stays right where it is. That's why you can grieve over something for four decades. You can hold on to someone for four decades. 
you can be mad at someone for four goddamn decades. Who's that, who's that hurting? Them? You know, I heard, I heard someone say, I can't remember who said this quote. I can't claim it. I mean, I could, but it's not mine, so I won't. Um, uh, someone say, you know, uh, holding a grudge is like poisoning yourself and waiting for it to hurt the other person. Oh, I hate, I hate this is so, I do not mean this to be rough, but Douglas is a little bit like what you're doing. You know, she's like moved on. She's fine. It's a different thing because it's, it's, it's pain. You're not like, hell, it's still kind of the same. Hold on. Yeah. You know, if you're, if you're angry at clients who are so angry that they never move past, you know, some things that happened 20 years ago, you know, she left me 20 years ago and I'm still angry about it. Well, she's fine, right? She's moved on. She's not being punished by your anger. You are human suffering. Pain happens. Human suffering is voluntary. Stop it. Feel your feelings. Risk it. Be vulnerable. Let them take you over. They're just feelings. They're just emotions. There's nothing in you that you have. I mean, there's a lot of stuff you haven't seen, but there's nothing terrible, okay? When people are afraid of being brutally honest or or looking inward, or, um, you know, really seeing themselves. Look, trust, trust that you'll be okay and look at what's really happening, right? So, Sean, he looked at, so now he's seeing the pattern in a different way. You know, he comes to me confused, right? That's what I started the episode out talking about. There's all this confusion because you don't know what the problem is. You can't. You know, you're a smart guy. If you knew what the problem was, you would have fixed it by now. Okay? So by definition, if you have an issue, you don't know the solution. So first of all, if that's something you, let, you, you hold on to, I would let go of that. That's not serving you. Thinking that you know how to solve something but you're not doing it. If you're just like, oh, I definitely know what the problem is. I don't get out enough. I, I'll, I'd meet more women if I went out. Okay, well then what's stopping you from going out? There's the problem. Face it. What do you believe about yourself or about the world or about women that keeps you from going out and trying to meet the person that you really want? They're going to reject you. You're not good enough. You're undesirable. You don't have time of all the bullshit answers I've heard. Oh, I, I, would, I would go meet someone. It's really important to me, but I'm, I'm really busy. My work schedule is really, really? Are you in slavery? Are you unable to change your work schedule? Probably not. Which means it's either A, not that important to you to attract someone important, someone you really want, or B, something's keeping you from going out. Usually fear. Uh, jadedness, bad experiences in the past, holding on to exes, and here we are back at square one. Okay, so what John did there is he looked, you know, beneath the surface, right? Beneath the confusion. He's like, oh, okay, well, if it's me, then I see the pat. He already had an idea, right? He's pretty self-aware. Um, also, it doesn't matter how self-aware you are, right? I have people who come to work with me who are already coaches who have done a huge amount of very legitimate work because a lot of coaches, it's not legitimate work at all. Um, not just coaches, just the whole kind of spiritual uh, industry has a, has a lot of um, a lot of BS in it. Um, 
but they come to me really quite self-aware, but they're still blocked. There's always more. There's no being too advanced for me, <laughs> right? Unless you're on like a higher plane, you are an ascended being, I will turn away that client, but I'm unlikely to have them on a free strategy call with me. Um, although if any ascending beings are out there and would like to be on a free strategy call with me, please uh, visit me at dominiedrew.com forward slash hello. And it'll lead you to a short video of me talking about who I am and what I do. And then it'll give you the chance to schedule a call with me and we can see how I can help you reascend or ascend plus, as I like to call it. Um, but for the rest of us who just can't figure out how to get from point A to point B, which really uh, is, is general, generally the problem, I'll, I'm gonna meet you where you are. You know, if you've done huge amounts of work and you already know 90% of the language, great, I'm gonna start you where you are and we're gonna, we're gonna find your edge. If you have no idea what personal development work even means, but goddamn, are you lonely and you're over it and you're willing to change, you're willing to do whatever it takes, including listen to the crazy lady, great, I'll see you on a call, right? How badly do you want it? doesn't matter where you are, okay? I can help. This is what I do. Very good at it, <laughs> you know? And I'm taking a really, really direct route, even though it seems less so. You know, like, oh, like I was just wondering why women kept, you know, losing interest. Why doesn't she just tell him, you know, what to say to be more interesting? Because that dude's not uninteresting. I don't know if you heard him on the phone, but that's an interesting guy. You know, they're not getting bored because of some objective reason, right? They're leaving repeatedly. What that means is up to him, right? It's his job. He needs to find that. If you were a client of mine, I would walk him through that and we would find it in half an hour, right? That's, that's what I do, right? So we get on the phone and I'd say, okay, tell me about what's happening. And he spends five minutes telling me what's happening. And then, you know, we, we, we go down and we uh, enter the realm of the, the subconscious and we find the answer. I mean, it's sitting right there. You just need to learn how to access it. And that's what I help people do. So um, let me just center in for a minute here. So, um, but you know, there, there is, uh, there's, uh, distance that you can get on your own, right? There, there's some progress that you can make on your own as well. It's just faster when you have a facilitator or possible. A lot of people they're banging, you know, even very spiritually aware people are banging their head against the wall and they can't figure out, you know, what, what the problem is. Um, and, and it really helps to have some guidance so you can do it in an hour instead of 10 years, right? Either way is fine. What is important to me that you know is that it doesn't have to take 10 years. It can be done in half an hour. I do this all the time, okay? So uh, John Wind is asking on Facebook Live, Hi, Dominique, I have very low self-esteem. I always think that when I see a pretty girl, I want to ask her out. But then in my head, the voice says she won't want you. She's completely out of my league. It's been like this all my life. Any advice? It's exactly what I was just talking about. So what you have is an underlying... Um, image, but okay, so this is a different, great, great example, John Wynn. So John is in a different place than John was. <laughs> you guys, we need some more exotic names here. Um, so John uh, 2, I'm calling you John 2 with a self-esteem issue, and John 1 who was on the call earlier. So John 2 is at a different stage. He already knows the underlying belief. She won't want you. She's completely out of your league. That's about her, but I bet if you re we, so, so John, the first step is to rephrase that statement. What is true? about that situation? What is the, um, 
you know, the statement that, that really wraps up what the problem is, okay? And it'll be something like, I'm not good enough. Nobody wants me. Um, you know, not she's too good for you because that's a statement about her. It might be about women. It might be, or yeah, I don't deserve women. Something like that. Something like that. Um, find that statement. That particular statement is important. One will feel right and the other is will not. Okay, use that as a guidance. Now, once you have that belief, you have it nailed down, ask yourself if it's true. A hundred percent absolutely true. I'm not good enough. Nobody wants me. Nobody? Is it possible, consider the possibility that someone somewhere on the planet would want you? Can you allow yourself to do that? So first we find, first we clarify the problem. Then we find the pattern. Then the underlying belief that's causing the pattern, right? Because you're literally going to attract women into your life who, pro- who prove you right. So John, uh, John too, um, despite the fact that, um, you know, if you, if you were to, to go up to a woman and present yourself, even through the fear, she's very likely to reject you, okay? You are likely to prove yourself right, okay? So in week one of my program, we actually, we actually start with this immediately. We start to clarify exactly what it is that you want so we can filter out speaking to women who aren't a good fit for you, okay? And that's really important because that already starts to really loosen and dismantle this um, pattern. You said this been going on your entire life, um, this pattern that's gone on for your entire life, because if you do push through or you do get up the nerve to speak to someone and uh, she rejects you, it negatively reinforces that pattern and keeps the cycle in place. Right? Does that make sense? So, um, so if you were to reach out, you know, and, and be like, oh, this time it's going to be different, but you still have the belief, it's going to prove you're right again. And that puts you even more into the rut that you're already in. Okay. Um, John, I'm going to refer to you, refer you as well to my, to my link above. Okay. The dominiedrew.com forward slash hello. Um, because this, this is a tricky thing to get out of on your own. And, um, you know, I can help you do it in a matter of weeks. Okay. Um, you need to consider the possibility that you, that belief might be wrong. Okay, because if there's even one woman out there who does think that you're worthwhile, that proves the belief wrong, right? Because the belief is generalized. They're, they're formed by more children and general, children generalize their life experience. So you have an experience as a kid and you're like, oh, every, the whole world is like this, right? The whole, uh, you know, the whole, you know, all women are like this. All men are like this. Um, you know, men are arrogant. Women are manipulative, uh, you know, men all protect, you know, women all nurture. I mean, none of that shit's true. Even if it's roughly generally true. Do you know what's funny? I don't even know if that's roughly generally true. I know people say it a lot, but people say a lot of shit. And I say you have a 50-50 shot as to whether or not it's accurate. Okay, depending on how tuned in they are to themselves and to the universe around them. A lot of people just spout bullshit. They've got nothing else to do. I suppose that could be fun. But I really enjoy uh, really allowing what's true and, and not much else. I find that that uh, leads to a really um, 
uh, enriched and fulfilling life, actually. So, um, yeah, so you need to consider the possibility that 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 might be wrong, that you might be someone else. What if you were someone else? How would you feel in your body? Not someone else. What if you had confidence? What if you, you know, think of a time, if it's hard for you to find that place, think of something that you're really confident about, like genuinely confident about. You know, maybe you, you play tennis or you, um, you know, you go hiking or you love, you know, trees or you, you know, can you tell where I, I, I like them? Like the environment, I want nature, I want, you know, I see people recycling and I get so excited. You know, I get just really, I'm like, yes, take care of the planet. Yes, take care of each other. This is, this is, it could all be very different with a very small amount of effort from all people, you know? So um, I tend to walk down streets and I'll pick up a piece of garbage if I see it on the ground and I put it in the garbage can. Not a goddamn saint. I'm just picking up garbage because this is my planet too. And I want to live here and I'd like to enjoy it. And so there's a way in which, can you see how even in that statement, I engage more with life, right? I engage more with the place instead of, um, oh, well, there's garbage. Somebody better clean that up. It's like, uh, there's a disconnect between you and, and your community, your surrounding, your environment, you know? Lean in, connect more, feel your feelings, allow them to come through you, okay? Try not to block your life experience, okay? Become bigger. Let yourself get bigger so you can handle it more. You can feel your feelings. You can, you know, uh, you impart more to people. There's a lot of power and a lot of good that you need to do in the world. And you need to be here to do it. Okay. So stop flinching from pain. Like it's gonna, you know, like you're, you're weak. You're not. You're not actually. You're very strong. Ground down, put your feet on the earth, you know, be here. Breathe down into your body. See what's happening in your pelvis. Face yourself. Be here. Stand up. Level up. This is what makes you incredibly attractive. That willingness to risk, the willingness to be here, to be present. Wildly attractive. So, what's it worth to you? That's it for me, guys. This has been the Art of Attraction with Dominique Drew. Uh, download, subscribe, love the podcast. Send me friend requests on Facebook. Post on my business page or my personal page. Let me know what uh, you found useful in the podcast. What you enjoyed about it. If you're putting my you know uh, tips into effect in there and you're noticing differences, please share them with me. I love success stories. Um, and if you're interested in really working intensely and, and solving this shit for real, then dominiedrew.com forward slash hello. Um, I have a very distinct first name, D-O-M-I-N-E-Y. So if you put it into Google, you can pretty much find me anywhere. So uh, don't let I missed the link be your excuse not to call and solve your problem, okay? Be aware of that self-sabotage. Have a great day, you guys. Thank you so much for joining me and I will speak with you soon. See ya. Thank you for joining me for this episode of The Art of Attraction. This is Dominique Drew signing off and reminding you that if you love this podcast, please hit that subscribe button, rate us five stars, and most importantly, share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. See you next time.